This is Friends After 5, a podcast featuring two co-workers who will hop on this podcast after 5 as friends. We share our experiences as third culture kids while highlighting voices amongst our fellow Asians and people of color. Hi everyone, I'm Steph. And I'm Tina. Welcome back to another episode of Friends After 5. Thanks again for tuning in. So, Steph, I know it's been a while. How have you been? (laughs) I've been pretty good. I guess I'll just go through my updates from oldest to newest. Um, Oldest update is that I went snowboarding again, probably for the last time of my life. Because I do not want to do it again. (laughs) But you're not bad at it. That's what everybody was saying. But I don't know. It was just so stressful because I feel like... You know, we went up and it was fine and everyone was really nice. Um, And I'm not trying to blame anyone, but my boyfriend is not that good at teaching people how to do stuff because it's just not who he is. He's just not very patient patient or understanding. I can understand and relate to that statement. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Not to say any names, right, Tina? No names, no names. They know who they are. But it's so funny because I'm the opposite. Like, if I know how to do something and you don't, I will literally go through it step by step. And I feel like you are too, Tina. Yeah, I think we're nice people. So, yeah, we do nice things. No, but it was it was fine. You know the couple we went with and they were really sweet and they were really nice and understanding. But at the same time, I'm like, that's not, you know, my significant other. So I'm not going to hold you back from having fun. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just hold one person back. But the one person, you know, wasn't really being that. <laughs> and he didn't want to be held he's back. really nice. <laughs> he's like, let me go, Steph. Let me go. He's like happy to be here, but like you know, <laughs> frowning. <laughs> Having the most miserable time. No, I'm yeah, I'm sure you had fun because you guys went together. Well, the good thing is, I knew if I was like, "Hey, babe, like, can you stay with me twenty four seven, like the entire time?" He probably would have said yes, but you know, I'm not gonna be like that because at the same time we did pay a lot of money to go there. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want him to get his money's worth too. And this is his vacation too. Like it's not all about me. So I was like, okay, like you just do like, you know, we would hang out in the morning and then at the afternoon I'd be like, okay, you just do your own thing. The thing that was pretty funny is that I was feeling more confident the second day. So I was like, yay, like, let's go up during this blizzard. And when we got there, like, you literally couldn't see six feet in front of you. And I got so scared. So that's when I ha- I was like, can you call Snow Patrol? Like, I'm so scared. I don't want to come down. But calling Snow Patrol was actually the best because they were able to take me on the scenic route. And whenever I got really flat, they would pull me along with their, <gasps> you know, the poles. <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah. Also, props to you for going snowboarding two days in a row. I have never done snowboarding two days in a row, and I never want to snowboard two days in a row. I think the first day, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I had enough snowboarding for the year. Really? But you go way more than I do. I don't think – well, I have been a few more times, but I – it's just exhausting. And every time – it's like doing it for the first time again, but you Sick. do retain. 
Yeah, but you do retain some of that muscle memory. So you're like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. But the anxiety building up to it is still very nerve wracking, especially getting off the ski lift. I hate that part so much. I literally fell every time when I went back in like 2019 before COVID with our coworkers. So Boz had to like help me all the time when we went off the ski lift. Thanks, Boz, even though you don't listen. Boy, that's so funny. Well, okay. The good thing is I actually got better at getting off the lift. So towards the end, I was not falling at all because I realized the trick is, you know, you don't have to go fast or turn or anything, do anything fancy. You just like stand up very slowly. But maybe it was also where I was doing it, where it was probably easier to do that because I know sometimes when they drop you off, there's like a hill or there's a turn or something crazy like that. But mine was pretty straightforward. So that was the one thing I improved on. But yeah, next time I'm going to take skiing lessons because my friend that I went to Tahoe with last year, hopefully she doesn't listen to this, but she was like really bad at snowboarding. Like, you know, I was like, oh no, like this is like actually hopeless. Like, please give up before you get was it her hurt. first time. <laughs> yeah, it was her first time. But I'm like, you know how sometimes I'm like, you can tell like there's like the average level of, you know, like I'm learning and there's also below that. And then- <laughs> I felt like I was below average when I first started. And then my second time, I'm even surprised I went a second time after that first time, but it was a lot better. So ever since the first or after the first, it's been decent. I'll say. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm sure you were probably average. No, I'm sure. But anyways, that's besides (laughs) the point. But yeah, she was just, you know, definitely a trooper. She's athletic. So she just didn't give up. But the second time she went again this year, um, we didn't go together, but she said she went skiing and she said she did really well. So I'm like, oh, wow. Like if she can do it, maybe I should do it. Maybe I should try it. And maybe I would be good too. I think you'd be good at it, Steph. Oh my gosh. When we go rollerblading or do anything or like ice skating, you're really good at it. Well, a lot better compared to me. And I've been ice skating multiple times and you were going faster than me already in the ice rink. No, I think you're remembering that incorrectly. <laughs> no, you were. You should give yourself more credit. I literally took skating classes, not lessons, classes, big difference. It didn't really help that much, clearly. But yeah, you should give yourself more credit. I think you're not as imbalanced or bad as you think. Of course, if you compare yourself to your boyfriend who's been snowboarding his whole life, then that's going to be an unfair comparison right yeah that's what they were saying they were just saying like hey don't compare yourself to anyone else you know you're your own person you're not doing that bad if you just compare yourself to the progress that you've personally made exactly yeah I guess it's a life lesson too and (laughs) (laughs) yeah you've been snowboarding like five times max I don't know and everyone else has gone a lot like almost multiple times a year for how long yeah yeah that's true the motivation I needed (laughs) (laughs) but Arnold he was just like you should try skiing next time (laughs) girl I did that I went to Tahoe like years ago with my college group of friends this was after college but they're all professional snowboarders except for one girl who was a professional skier not professional Professional? but you know they're, they're really really good but 
one of the girls didn't snowboard and she was a skier. So everybody was like, let's ski for the first time ever. And I was just like, okay, sure. Everyone, it would really? be everyone's first time skiing. Everyone else is already a professional snowboarder. So if we were to snowboard, I would be the worst one. So I was like, okay, we could <laughs> maybe be on the same level for once. Because they're, you know, they always, not that I'm comparing myself to them. Because I know they're really good at snowboarding. But they always go down first. They always go into black diamonds. I'm, you know, more beginner. So I was like, okay, let's do skiing. And we'll all be on the same level, struggling together, falling down together. How fun. Girl, they were professional skiers too. So then what? I was the only one struggling and I was the only one like slipping and falling and going way too fast. You know, those videos where people who are going for the first time, they can't control themselves. So they just like be down. That yes. was me. There's a video of it I can show you. <laughs> and my friend who was the professional skier had to help me and, you know, kind of be my guide and. She was really nice about it and didn't complain, but I was very thankful for her because I would not have made it down the hill. It was bad, girl. It was bad. I was like, damn, I should have just done snowboarding. Like, <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make me feel better. So you would... Okay, so skiing or snowboarding, which one would you pick? I would say... And what's your rationale? Just because I've done snowboarding more so that I'm at least decent at it, but skiing the first time... It was just such a bad experience that I just like do not want to do it again. Even though snowboarding was my first time was a bad experience too. That's why I'm just confused as to how <laughs> I was able to keep doing it. For snowboarding, when I was going too fast, I would just make myself fall and it was fine. Well, not fine. It hurt, but it was okay. But for skiing, <laughs> when I was going too fast, you're supposed to uh, french fry or pizza. You're supposed to pizza. And I would pizza and I yeah, you're definitely not supposed to French fry. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to pizza, and I would pizza, and it would not do anything. So I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm cross crossing my skis, and it would not slow me down at all. So then I don't remember what I did. But at least for snowboarding, which can be a pro or a con, but your snowboard is attached to your feet, so it doesn't go flying off. But for skiing, you know, nothing's attached, so everything just flies off everywhere, and it's just a pain to have to get back up every time. I don't know. I may be exaggerating just because in my mind, it was such a horrible experience, but maybe it wasn't that bad. I think also the ice was really slippery that day in Tahoe, so... It probably doesn't help. I think maybe if yeah. I went and it was a better place, like in Utah, where it's like really fresh, powdery snow, that would not have happened. But for some reason, that weekend, it was so, so icy, and I just kept slipping, and I would be sliding downwards instead of even going to the front so my friend had to literally like pull me along with her to even get on the ski lift because I just keep sliding wait that's, <laughs> that's so just me because nobody else that, that that happened to nobody else and it was the first time too so I'm like what the heck like why is it only me struggling <laughs> but yes that was my experience do not you know take it for a grain of salt because your friend was really good at it I was not good at it I do know that skiing is easier to start with. What, what do they say? Skiing is harder to master, but easier to start. And snowboarding is harder to start, but easier to master. So take your pick. Yeah. Well, you're the only person I've talked to who's had that experience because I've been trying to pull other people and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like really like skiing better. But I guess we'll see how it goes next season. 
if I go again, we'll see. No, I think you should try it. You should definitely try it. I mean, I tried it. I did not like it. Don't ever want to do it again, but maybe I will one day. Yeah, no, I think that's a good thing to do. Just try a bunch of things because you never know. And, you know, the thing you might love might be that thing that you try next. So I guess we shall see. And I just have one more quick update is that the Justin Bieber concert and it actually sparked the episode idea. It was just so funny because we were driving out. It was Monday after work. So we we're driving in LA traffic and it was a really good time because, you know, we're going to the Justin Bieber concert. We're both ex- <laughs> or I'm excited. <laughs> My boyfriend is there. <laughs> but before that, we drove to Sugarfish. Have you been Sugarfish before? I haven't, but I've definitely heard of it, and my boyfriend did ask if I wanted to go, but it looked like just more raw sushi, and I'm basic, and I like the fake crunchy fried rolls, too, so I was like, nah, I want my crunchy fried imitation crab. (laughs) You're one of those. (laughs) I am. I mean, I don't mind a combination of it, but how was it? It was literally amazing like even on a Monday it was so crowded and I was like I think I forgot what it was like to be in the city but like it was so stressful getting there because it was downtown LA I mean I know how to drive but I've been in the suburbs for so long that we almost got killed going to sushi because okay you're allowed to go on a yellow light right but then also cars are allowed to go straight so it happened I think I was turning and a car was going straight but luckily there was two lanes so the other car swerved around us but my my boyfriend said it wasn't a close call but like I felt like you know it was very crazy (laughs) oh yeah because in LA there's basically only like two streets if that makes sense yeah one to go straight and one to turn and you have to yield to the to the oncoming traffic to turn is that what happened yeah and then when the light turns yellow it gets really confusing and right. it's like basically you have to go or not go but then I didn't see the other car and it was just like I felt like my heart was racing but we got to the sushi place and I was like you know what this is worth it because like this is so cool like we're out here on a Monday like everyone's out you know I saw this girl next to me she was eating alone you know just having the oh, time nice. of her life yeah I love that Uh, Yeah, I feel like downtown LA is definitely the place to be for all the main hip restaurants and bars are at, but we're maybe 20 minutes away. Not that the place we're at is dead or anything, but I I don't see that scene as much here. It's more like Korean restaurants and maybe Korean bars that are really popping though on weeknights too. But then again, we don't go out that much either. But you guys should go out to Sugarfish, and I'm sure Jay would know how to drive and not be stressed out. Yeah, he's a really good driver, although sometimes it is scary, and I never have to worry about driving, thank gosh, but driving in LA is not fun when I do have to drive in LA. Yeah, it makes me miss driving OC, because there's just so many more streets, and LA, there's only two, and then it's just small. And I feel like things just come up too. Like sometimes a car could just put on their emergency lights and then they're stopped and you're like, oh no, all my, all the other cars are swerving and like, what do I have to do? (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I feel like when my boyfriend drives, I feel like we're in a Fast and Furious movie because he'll literally swerve in and out of traffic and a car will not see us and they'll be turning or changing into our lane and he'll just like swerve in between cars. It's crazy. Damn. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He's very, very aware of his surroundings and he's a good driver, but it's still scary. I'm not going to lie. It's still scary, even though it's like I know what he's doing and he knows what he's doing. Since I've 
been with him for a little bit more time now. So it's like, okay, I trust you. I trust you know what you're doing for sure. But, you know, sometimes the like initial G's of the car uh, accelerating, I'm like, oh God, what's going on? (laughs) That's funny. That's my updates. How have you been, Tina? I've been well. First off, I just want to send a quick shout out to my friend Tracy Dow, also known as Yobo. She matched with her program for residency, so I'm very, very happy and proud of her. She's worked really hard. What'd she match for? She matched for pediatrics, which is what she's always wanted to do. Where? Um, It's in New Jersey. I'm not sure exactly which program, but I just know it's on the East Coast, so... It's a little sad that she'll have to move there. I think it's like a three-year program, but also very exciting. And a new beginning. Yeah. So I just wanted to start that off. And another update I have that I wanted to tell you stuff is I actually, or we actually got a Peloton. What? I forgot to show you. Yeah. It was literally right next to me earlier, but we decided to get a Peloton because we were not going to the gym Still, I know I'm a fraud because we just had a fitness episode. (laughs) (laughs) But we were like, we're still not going to the gym, even though it's literally downstairs. And we wanted to do something or have something, I guess, more convenient that we could just do in the house. And it was actually his idea, not mine, since I did take him to a full cycle. How was that? He did not like it, which I'm not surprised, but I am proud that he still tried it with me. He was not a big fan because he said that he'd rather just sit there and ride the bike and not do all the choreography or standing up or... That's the best part. I know. I know. But he... That was just not his scene. So... And I understand that. It's not everyone's scene. But I'm glad he went with me and he tried it. So I think because he saw that I was really into it that he wanted to get us a Peloton because he knows I like it. And also it could help both of us start working out more. I will say though, I have not been on it as much as I should have been, but (laughs) that's just because work has been pretty crazy. So I just feel too tired. But after I think this week, it should be better. So we'll be going on more rides. So that's exciting. And he is trying to lose weight so that he can meet my parents. Even though I told him, you look fine. Like, you don't need to lose weight to meet my parents. But Oh, uh, wait, have you met his parents? I met his parents, yeah. A few weeks ago on his birthday. For the first time? For the first time. How'd it go? I was very nervous. I've never met anyone's significant other's parents before. So this But is you're the good with time. parents. Oh, thanks, Steph. Well, they don't speak that much English, though, so there was a language barrier. But other than that, though, they were, like, super nice. Oh, you would know about language barriers. But, yeah, they were super, yeah. super nice. I was really nervous before, and my boyfriend was just like, why are you so nervous? Like, he did not understand. He did not help at all with the anxiety. But anyway, <laughs> he did not understand what I was going through. But anyways, yeah, when when they first came, they were, like, just already super friendly and welcoming and super smiley. So I was immediately consoled and, like, oh, okay, yeah. they're going to be super nice and I have nothing to worry about. Yeah, and I think it went well. Well, he said they liked me and they said that, oh, her parents must have. Um, raised her well because she's like a really nice girl and stuff so that was cool to hear yeah that's awesome tina oh thanks yeah so relieved that the first parent meeting went well and i think we're gonna go meet or see them again in two weeks 
because his dad is being awarded at church for something. So <laughs> for what? I have no idea. I don't think he he my boyfriend doesn't know either. So I'm like, okay. I think interesting, an interesting like a different scene in the environment. Yeah, so that was an update I wanted to let you know personally. I was gonna like put it on Instagram, but I was like, I don't want to tell you on Instagram. I want to tell you like per like on the podcast really. But anyway. I definitely would have freaked out on Instagram <laughs> too if you have posted. That's so awesome though. I'm so happy for you guys. And even if you have a busy day, Tina, 30 minutes is not that much. Like you don't even have to do 45, just start yeah. out with 30 no, and ramp it up. Exactly. I mean I actually do 20. I do 20. There's a 20 See, even easier. <laughs> yeah, I was doing it like kind of like during lunch. That was really nice because you get out of the way too, right? In the middle of the workday and then I don't have to worry about it. Oh, we got the bike on OfferUp. So it's a used bike, but practically new because the person who sold it to us, who was super nice, he even delivered it to us. And it's like a super heavy bike. But he even got a U-Haul, delivered it to us. And at first he was going to charge us a delivery fee. But then later when he got here, he was like, oh, no, it's fine. I won't charge you guys for the delivery anymore. And I was like, what? But I still paid him a little bit for it because I felt bad. Yeah, that's really nice. It was super, super nice. And he was helping us try to log in because, you know, it was a used or secondhand bike. So I had to call Peloton and have it under my name and stuff like that. But the thing is, before we got the bike, we had tried to buy it from a different seller for $700. And we were like, oh, wow, that's a really good deal. Flag number one. And <gasps> me personally, I've never had any bad experiences with OfferUp. I've only used it for furniture when I was moving out. So I was like, oh, OfferUp, it's like super reliable. I don't think people would do scams. And even if they are trying to scam us, we can probably catch it beforehand. Yeah. You know, we're not stupid people. <laughs> but anyways, um, so it's like a really good deal. And then the seller reached out to me and was like, oh, OfferUp isn't letting me ship this. You can't ship this bike. It's way too heavy. But they were like, can I get your address so that I, I can personally ship it from the FedEx store? We tried to screen it a little bit like, oh, can you take a picture of the, of the details of the bike to make sure it's legit? And yeah. we were like, oh, okay, this okay, this looks legit. So we did. And then I passed off the contacting to my boyfriend to like take care of. So then apparently the seller sent him a shipping receipt with all the details. He had, he had gone to the San Clemente FedEx to ship it. And it had all the details. It looked super legit. The one thing that I thought was shady was he did, however, wide out the tracking number. So I was why? like, why would he wide out the tracking number? So that was red flag number two. That's the one thing you would want to look at. Exactly. I'm like, why did he wide out the tracking number? And then he kept asking Jay, hey, I shipped it. Can you pay me now? Even though I technically already paid him on the app, but there's safeguards in the app that if you don't get it within a certain amount of time then you get your money back so I wasn't really scared to buy it off the app because there were a lot of safeguards in place right so I was like wait why is he asking for money I already paid for it on the app and on his location on the app it also said he was in LA not San Clemente so we were like wait why is this in San Clemente and he was just like oh for some reason it, it's not updating my location so you know we're all very like hmm and then apparently Jay, he calls the store 
the actual FedEx store and the FedEx people were super nice and they're just like bro I think we would know if we had a Peloton bike come in but then <laughs> they were just like yeah we they were just like no no Peloton bike has come in this morning I think I would know that and he was just like yeah who's the person who helped um the seller right. And it was like a mat, and he was just like, "Dude, we don't even we don't even have a mat that works here." So what? Yeah, and he was just like, "Bro, I think you're getting scammed." So <laughs> I think that was the final nail in the coffin. That was like, "Okay, this is not legit." So then Jay, my boyfriend, called the seller back, and the seller apparently gave him a fake number to the UPS store or the FedEx store, and then my boyfriend called, and apparently it was just the seller, again, pretending to be the FedEx store. You're joking. No, yeah. And he didn't even, like, fake his voice. It was the same exact voice. He had an accent, so my boyfriend was like, okay, this is clearly the same guy. Even though he already he had already called the real FedEx store and knew what was yeah. going on. Yeah. So that was that, and I guess my boyfriend finally was like, hey, I know I called the real store. I know, you know, you're scamming me, and blah, blah, blah. So that was our first ordeal. Wow, did you get your money back then from OfferUp? Yeah, he never actually accepted it, the payment, so it never actually went through. Good. Yeah, and then, of course, I reported him to OfferUp and reported him as a scammer, so I was like, oh, wow, people actually do this. I've never dealt with a scammer or anything like that where they actively try to lie to you because he kept calling my boyfriend saying like, hey, send me the money, I shipped it, send me the money. I guess he called him multiple times for it. And I was just like, wait, but I paid you on the app. Why are you asking for your money? That's really sus. So yeah. that to me was like, and we were not going to pay him before we got the bike for sure. Like, we're not dumb. Not that yeah, anyone who does that is dumb. That's too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was our first ordeal. So I guess everyone just be careful out there. If they're asking for payment before you get the item outside of the app, that's really sus. So just a little tip for everyone out there who's trying to get any like big items on a secondhand resale app that's so shitty too that people are going around scamming people because i feel like when you use these kind of apps or services you're trusting in the goodwill and the good nature of other humans and you know that's a lot and when it works it can be really beautiful like somebody gets rid of something they don't need and then you guys get a new peloton and that's awesome but like when people try to scam others i just like i'm like baffled like why can't you just get a real job or why can't you use you know your deceptive services and do it and put it in good honest work like it just doesn't make sense you know no I totally agree with that it kind of takes away from the experience too because then your trust in the app not that the app had anything to do with it but your trust is definitely has definitely disintegrated a little bit so it's like oh can I trust people too to do the right thing or to even be who they say they are and yeah. or like selling their pro- what product they're advertising. But I think after that, we were like, okay, we knew all the red flags. We knew what was shady and... Yeah, and you guys didn't get fooled. Yeah, exactly. So we tried again and this time it was like the perfect experience. Seller was super nice and even delivered it to us for free. And like even try to help us with the bike afterwards. So I would say that that definitely restored my faith in humanity because I was like, okay, <laughs> this is what it's supposed to be like. Yeah, that's awesome though. Yeah, the first experience I should have been like, oh, okay, 700 bucks for a Peloton, that's way too cheap, even for a used one. So that should have been like maybe the first red flag, like, oh, this is too good to be true. But mm-hmm. 
we still got it for like 900 which is not that either and it was a legitimate deal you can follow us at friends after five on instagram and tiktok tina at tina honey with two y's me at steph christabel bye